Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Clay Thompson with the rebound. Shadowed by Johnson on the near wing. Thompson will casually take it across the timeline. Crossover left-hand dribble. Step back jumper is good! It's good for Clay. That was vintage Clay there. Vintage Clay Thompson indeed, and Clay Thompson would wind up hitting a, an even bigger shot later in the ball game to uh, all but put it away. Warriors uh, win this one tonight over the Nets, 110 to 106, back and forth affair, and the Warriors wind up closing out this homestand with a six and one record. Even though if you run through the seven games, you could make a case it, it wasn't always pretty, and at times the Warriors maybe played down to the level of the competition that they faced on that given night or played up to the competition that they faced uh, on a given night. But regardless of that, uh, the Warriors won enough of the big moments down the stretch, and Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson did enough on a night where they combined to shoot 10 for 32 overall, but they were much better than that in the fourth quarter. And that's a really a big part of the story of the game. Uh, the Warriors' defense uh, putting it to the Nets in some key stretches. A whole hell of a lot of Andrew Wiggins, especially early in this ball game, as he uh, paces the Warriors tonight with 24 points. And then Steph and Clay getting the job done uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, 23 points combined for Stephen Clay in the fourth uh, after just 12 points combined through the first three quarters tonight. Four of 23, the Splash Brothers in the first three quarters. Six of nine in the fourth quarter, including uh, a three of four from three-point range. And, and Clay Thompson uh, with the, a big three dagger three-point shot uh, with about 12 seconds to go that ultimately uh, proved to be the game winner. Also, Steph and Clay getting to the free throw line eight times in the fourth quarter and knocking down eight for eight. So 8 at 8 It's John Dickinson inside Chase Center here with you uh, up until uh, for about an hour or so as we uh, break down this one and also this homestand overall as the Warriors uh, get their fifth consecutive win They've won six of seven now with the the six and one homestand, and you look at where the Warriors are in terms of the Western Conference overall. Golden State uh, now with the victory, they improved to thirty seven and thirteen at the fifty game mark. So they 
pull within three, uh, although still four in the loss column of the Phoenix Suns, and they remain three games up and four in the loss column over the Memphis Grizzlies, so kind of locked into uh, the second spot uh, in the Western Conference. Uh, the Warriors are here as they'll hit the road for the next couple of games. Uh, just some thoughts on, on this one uh, overall. Uh, kind of a kind of a blasé first couple of minutes for for the Warriors. Thought that the energy got better uh, as the quarter went on, uh, and Andrew Wiggins really leading the way and and holding the Warriors up uh, in a first quarter where they'd have a run at the end. They'd lead thirty one to twenty. Uh, at the end of the first quarter, uh, Andrew Wiggins, the 14 first quarter points, kind of a sluggish start uh, against this uh, undermanned Brooklyn Nets squad. Uh, 31-20 uh, at the end of one, Jordan Poole uh, helping the Warriors out with six off the bench uh, in that quarter. And another nice night for Jordan Poole, some key buckets, uh, 17 points off the bench. And it was really, really a tale of Wiggins and Poole in certain stretches of this game, and then Stephen Clay down the stretch of this game. But I thought the initial few minutes of, of, of the game tonight in the first quarter looked a lot like what we had seen from this team against Detroit and Indiana and Houston. Like, they just weren't weren't up and into the moment, even though it was an ABC game, an Ashley televised game, a Saturday night showcase game. But you find out, about an hour before tip-off, James Harden's not going to play. You already knew Kevin Durant wasn't going to be playing in this one. And, and the lineup that, that the Nets are trotting out there, it, it's hard, I, I think, if you're the Warriors, to to muster the juice for this one, even given those things that I laid out when uh, it's it's Patty Mills and Nick Claxton and, and Kessler Edwards and, and DeAndre Bembry, no disrespect to them. And, and Patty Mills and Kyrie Irving did as much as they could uh, along with James Johnson off the bench to help keep Brooklyn in the game. I mean, they, they got a lot of their bench players got some run tonight with a couple of the superstars out, and 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 they didn't tap out. Uh, they forced the Warriors to have to re-win this game uh, in a couple of different instances and, and, and showed uh, a heck of a lot of fight uh, at different points in the game. So second quarter uh, started with Brooklyn answering right back uh, after the Warriors had the 11-point lead, a 21-8 start to the second quarter for Brooklyn, then a 15-6 close to the half for the Warriors as that wound up being a relatively even uh, quarter, but the Warriors would lead 54-47 to uh, at the break. Uh, Warriors, you know, shot-making level again, much more like those first three games of the homestand than the last three, uh, but the defense for the most part in that half was steady. You had Andrew Wiggins flying around making plays. I mentioned Wiggins and Poole, 27 points uh, combined for Wiggins and Poole in the first half, and then you had the 23 points from Stephen Clay in the fourth quarter. Third quarter, uh, Curry going to work, distributing, uh, and the Warriors looked like they were going to turn this game into a rout. A 20-9 run for Golden State put them up uh, by 19 uh, in, in this one. But the Warriors, uh, after pulling ahead by 19, a 20-4 Brooklyn run. And Brooklyn is right there 
going to the fourth quarter with it just a 78-76 to 76, uh, ball game there. And then the Warriors got down uh, early in the fourth. They were back and forth. Patty Mills and, and Jordan Poole making things happen. It was tied at 93. It was tied at 96. Clay Thompson uh, w- with a, a corner jumper that, that put the Warriors up with under three minutes to go. Uh, and the Warriors just had enough answers from Steph and from Clay in the closing minutes uh, of this one. A couple of key defensive plays as well. A couple of calls uh, went the Warriors' way uh, as well. Uh, and the Warriors are able to prevail in this one. The big shot uh, of, of the evening uh, was the Clay Thompson three at, at 12.1 to put him up 107-103. And Kyrie Irving answered, uh, but uh, Kyrie also fouled Clay Thompson before uh, a ball was inbounded uh, as the Warriors are trying to throw it in in the closing seconds uh, with Brooklyn looking to have to foul, and Kyrie fouled Clay before the ball was thrown in. Uh, and so the Warriors were able to get a free throw there, and then uh, Clay Thompson fouled, and he hit the final two uh, shots from the free throw line to put the Warriors up four, and that was uh, all she wrote uh, for this one as the Warriors get the win, one ten to one oh six. So how you feeling about this home stand? It does wind up six and one. I think if you're a Warriors fan, you'd gladly take that at this point. There were times where the offense was there, and and this team was knocking down three pointers tonight, though. Uh, not a building block kind of a night as far as uh, the offense goes overall. Big part of the conversation these last couple of days uh, are the Splash Brothers back. Uh, and, and you look at the overall numbers uh, after the hot shooting game that they had uh, on Thursday night against the Timberwolves where they knocked down 11-19 from three-point range. Uh, a little bit of a dip back tonight. Uh, but I think the Warriors also playing you know just 10 active and available players. I know there were some Warrior fans frustrated about about the rotation and what is going on and and you know Steve Kerr had 10 players tonight like let's let's just let's just be real about it he had the starters and he had Peyton and Poole he had Damian Lee and JTA and and Jonathan Kaminga uh, and it was a rough night for Kaminga a one of seven for Jonathan Kaminga in the game he was a minus 10 Steve Kerr gave him the quick hook uh, in the third quarter and had to readjust the rotation a little bit at that point, uh, seemingly deeming Kaminga just not his night and not somebody that was going to be uh, a part of the closing plans. So he readjusted things, you know, got JTA out there. You didn't have Bielitsa tonight, uh, but he set things up to where uh, Otto Porter could come back in top of the fourth quarter. And Otto Porter, uh, unsung hero uh, for, for Stephen Clay bringing him home, for Wiggins and Poole, uh, carrying them throughout the majority of the first half, especially Wiggins, uh, Otto Porter, another night. And, and since he got put back into the starting lineup after the Kaminga experiment of the first couple of games of this homestand, the Warriors didn't lose again. Didn't lose to the Rockets, didn't lose to the Jazz, didn't lose to the Mavericks, didn't lose to the Timberwolves, and tonight didn't lose to the Brooklyn Nets. Otto Porter Jr. among the many uh, key offseason acquisitions that have helped this team. And, and I mean, Otto Porter, you focus on the threes, right? A two for five, six of nine overall. Uh, so, so you look at Otto Porter, four of four on twos tonight, six boards, he had four block shots tonight. Warriors with nine block shots in the game. Otto Porter had four of the nine block shots, kind of an underrated uh, defensive effort 
uh, for for Otto Porter uh, in in this one, and and he's just been a, a key key contributor for the Warriors uh, as as they were able to you know jump out to the eighteen and two start and and get back to their winning ways uh, on this homestand in particular after he was put. Uh, back into the starting lineup. So 888-957-9570, that's uh, the phone number to participate in the program. You can give me a call. You can shoot me a text. Uh, We'll get to some of those text messages, the Comcast Business text line coming up here momentarily. Uh, As you listen to 95.7, the game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco and Odyssey Station, brought to you by DuckDuckGo, Privacy Simplified. John Dickinson here uh, in Chase Center, uh, as the Warriors win 110 to 106 over the Nets. Couple of quick texts before we get to Steve Kerr tonight down in the Bill King interview room. Uh, 831 chiming in, Comcast Business text line. Clutch Clay is back and balling. Uh, Clutch Clay definitely back in the reaction of Stephen Clay on that three. Uh, that put the Warriors up four with 12 seconds to go. Just a priceless, priceless reaction. Those two loving to be able to play with each other and have some of those big moments again. And then uh, a personal favorite, uh, 510. You could tell Wiggins uh, knew that Nick Friedel was in the game, was at the game tonight. Friedel back uh, with his new ESPN assignment, uh, covering the, the Nets and covering some of the Northeast teams. Uh, back in the building at Chase Center for the first time since uh, since moving on, uh, and yeah, uh, <laughs> Friedel uh, always. Uh, with some things to say about about Wiggins uh, because he witnessed it firsthand, the inconsistent play uh, of Andrew Wiggins uh, throughout his tenure as a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, inconsistent uh, no longer, at least for this year. He's been, you could make the case, the Warriors' most consistent player. <laughs> he was tonight for sure, and I think you could make the case he's been their most consistent player uh, throughout the course of a season where they've played 50 games and they've won 37 of those first 50 games. So 888-957-9570. If you want to react to this one, how you feeling about the homestand, how you feeling about the up and down nature of things, and just kind of where you at on on Steph and Clay. Looked like maybe they were breaking out statistically in the last game. Maybe a little bit of a step back, but the one thing you always know is that they're going to be there down the stretch. And, And even on nights where they're struggling to shoot it, those two carried the Warriors as they've done so many times down the stretch of this game, just enough to eke out the four-point victory. All right, let's go down to the Bill King interview room inside Chase Center here, and we will hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, as he addressed the media following this one. Steve, I'd like to ask about Clay Thompson and what looked like was going to be a, a frustrating game, his fourth quarter, where he came through with a really big three and then those free throws at the end. Yeah, it was great to see. It was a it was a struggle uh, for much of the night, but that's kind of who Clay is in terms of um, you know hitting big shots, big free throws. Uh, that's the kind of confidence he plays with, even even on a night when things aren't going well. Uh, he's he's got the ability to step up and make the the shot of the game. This wasn't the smoothest homestand overall, but you know you kind of come out of it six and one. Is that just? maybe credit to the defense overall. I mean, it does seem to kind of just be there every night for you guys. Yeah. You know, the defense has been much more consistent than the offense for sure. And, uh, you know, if you play, if you play good defense, you have a chance every night and and we've always felt that way. And um, I think that's, you know, that's, that's been the case um, for a long time. Um, 
and and I'm really proud of the group, you know, to to play this well defensively without Draymond. Um, pretty impressive, you know. Uh, Draymond is, uh, as we know, our engine and uh, you know the best defender, not only on our team but I think in the league. So to withstand his absence and still maintain a, a pretty good defensive mindset and uh, and the the, uh, the work that it takes to hold a team like Brooklyn under 40% shooting. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's very impressive. So love the, uh, love the effort, love the guts that it took to win the game. Speaking of defense, uh, the Nets went one for 10 when contested by Andrew. What can you just say about his individual defense? Yeah, Andrew was phenomenal tonight. Three blocks, I think, and uh, um, three steals um, all over the place uh, defensively. And then on offense, he was um, our most consistent player kind of carried us in the first half and uh, he's just playing with, with uh, amazing confidence and um, showing, you know, why he's an all-star. Even shorthanded. I mean, the other guys like Andrew and Otto and Jordan were able to really carry the team until Steph and Clay got, got going there in the fourth. What does that again, just say about the talent and the depth of this team? Well, you have to have that. You you have to have guys come off the bench and, and be able to uh, perform. And, you know, we were shorthanded, tonight uh you know without belly and and uh, just 10 guys available and uh, we really needed the, the spark that, that Jordan gave us um you know he, he had six assists and no turnovers along with the uh the scoring off the bench so I thought I thought Jordan was great it, it looks like he's really settling into his uh six-man role doing a great job Steve, are you a little surprised even by the fact that they defended so well these past few games without Draymond and Andre uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I, I, you know, obviously without both those guys, we're, we're missing so much defensively. But, uh, you know, Mike Brown's done a great job uh, this year with the defense. And uh, we've added some, some guys who are uh, excellent defenders. I mean, Gary Payton, Otto Porter is totally underrated. Uh, such a good player. He's a plus 22 in the game tonight. Always in the right spot at both ends. Uh, and I, I just think, um, you know, the continuity that we have with Loon, uh, with Wiggs, and now adding adding the new guys, we're able to withstand, uh, you know, the absences of uh, Andre and, and Draymond. And, and how would you describe Wiggins' first quarter where he had 14 points, six rebounds, three assists, or three steals, three blocks, just kind of all over, two of each, I mean, all over yeah. the place. All-star starter type stuff. Steve, the, the other night, Looney, with the foul trouble, wasn't able to get in maybe quite as good of a flow uh, and a tough, tough assignment with Townsend. Um, tonight, he looked like right back in his element and getting all the rebounds that you, you needed from him and doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, he's had a, a great, great season. Uh, he's our only guy who's played in every game. And uh, Loon has been uh, just really, really consistent. Uh, all season long, so uh, we're 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 lucky to have him, and I, I'm really happy for him that that he's healthy and and having such a great year. Steph was you know shaking his right hand at times, not his left hand at times. Obviously, he got cut on the shin. Um, as we're all kind of searching for, for for reasons that his shooting percentage is down, where where do you think he's at physically right now, and is there any issues he's dealing with that? maybe haven't been revealed. Well, he, he's told me he feels great physically. Um, we've talked a lot about 
the schedule and and uh, the minutes and um, you know so I I'm I'm really you know aware of um, what needs to happen in terms of monitoring his minutes and and uh, when we can push him a little harder when we can't uh, I talk to Rick about it all the time as well and uh, I think he's in a good place you know physically I think um, he's going to be fine I know uh, this is a question that I'm going to keep getting if, if he's not shooting the ball well, but uh, I'm not worried about him. I'm just not. He's, he's, uh, he's Steph Curry. So um, one of the great players of all time. And he's, he's one of the great players in the game today. And uh, you know, he's had a tough night tonight, but uh, guy helps us, helps us win routinely and, and does so much beyond just, uh, just making shots. So uh, you know, it'll, it'll come around for him. I just wanted to ask you quick about it kind of was the play that sealed it, although Kyrie's three uh, made it interesting, but just that pick and pop with, with Clay and Steph, how good was it to see that action work in that moment? Yeah. Clay just uh, broke free and, and, and made a huge shot. I mean, I think it was a one point game at that point and uh, typical clay, you know, he was one for seven from three at that point and yet wasn't phased, um, you know, just stepped right up and, and knocked down the, the shot of the game and then made two free throws after that. So uh, it's great to see it. I think important too, for clay to uh, feel those big moments, you know, it's been two and a half years. So, you know, it's one thing to step into, a, you know, the regular season and play some minutes and, you know, get his legs underneath him. It's another thing to have the ball in his hands with the game on the line. And, and you can see didn't, didn't bother him one bit. No, it didn't bother him one bit, and I think that's that's the best takeaway probably from tonight uh, is, is the fact that that Clay Thompson, you know, as if anybody would have doubted, I don't think anybody would, but but just ready for for the big moment and Steph and Clay working together in that fourth quarter to help uh, carry uh, the Warriors to the victory on a night where, uh, as Steve Kerr alluded to, a spark from Jordan Poole. Uh, Kerr believing that he's settling into that sixth man role. I, I think he looks a lot more comfortable with it than he did a week ago, which I think is, is definitely a good sign. And, and tonight was one of those nights where I wondered, and I wonder at different points moving forward, uh, if Steve Kerr, will he consider closing games with, with Poole out there along with Steph and along with Clay? Now, he wanted Looney's size back out there, and, and Looney again, uh, you know, got got blocked by the rim on a dunk attempt. There's there's one or two plays a game where you just you just put your hand on your on your head and go, oh, <laughs> you know, just an awkward finish. Or or sometimes his teammates find Loon in a, in a in an awkward spot. But he does so many little positive things for this team. Fifteen more rebounds tonight. Uh, a plus seventeen. The defense, the steady play, uh, is just something that that the Warriors really, really have needed, especially uh, his availability, as Steve Kerr alluded to there, uh, in a year where they they couldn't afford to to lose him uh, because James Wiseman has been unavailable, and now Bielitsa is out, uh, and and so uh, the Warriors uh, big big time uh, positive nod for for Kavon Ludi, even though again there are those plays that I know Warrior fans are out there thinking. Uh, what are you talking about? He got blocked by the rim. There's a couple ugly plays a night, but he he also makes about ten positive plays in a night that that wind up helping the Warriors uh, stabilize their defense or, or earn a win. So eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. We'll come back some 
text messages to get to. We'll also hear from Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins. Warriors beat the Nets tonight, 110-106. to You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Kaminga catches up top I would just feed Wiggins he's had the hot hand all night he gets the ball guarded by Irving gets doubled spins away from the double team and it hits a shot Right up in front of the Nets bench. Double team fading away. You gotta be kidding me. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. Warriors win it 110 to 106. John Dickinson back inside Chase Center, 888-957-9570. The phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text here. Warriors 6-1 on the homestand, 37-13 on the season uh 408 by the way checking in comcast business text line i think this is a message for uh, my guy sterling in the studio somebody answer the damn phone so we can walk so we can talk warriors basketball call my guy sterling right now we'll get you right in and we'll talk some warriors basketball with you now a couple of text messages to get to just about uh this game overall uh 415 jd if someone told you 50 games in uh, to the season that Kavon Looney 
uh, would be the only warrior who would play in all 50, how many guesses would it take before you got a loony? Uh, probably 17. <laughs> probably probably everybody else on the roster, uh, if you go back to, to prior to the season. Uh, I, I think that, that could be uh, part of it. Uh, 818, how much correlation is there between Curry's shooting slump and Draymond Green being out due to injury? Uh, could it be much of Curry uh, in that, that could have something to do with, with Curry's slump? I mean, it goes back to when Draymond was playing. I mean, the slump really started right before he broke the record, which was in the middle of December uh, in New York. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it started before Draymond went out. You know, Draymond obviously had, had missed a couple of games uh missed a couple of games with the the health and safety protocols and 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 other issues uh before this popped up uh in January uh w- with respect to or at the end of December early January with with respect to to what's going on uh with uh this latest issue the 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 back issue with the calf issue that that popped up that first full week of of the year in January and and he was said to be reevaluated uh, going back uh, to two weeks ago uh, at the end of that road trip. And that, that reevaluation point, by the way, is going to be tomorrow. So uh, there should be an update tomorrow. I know the Warriors are, are going to fly to Houston. They got the back-to-back. They're going to fly to Houston. They, they canceled practice, uh, I guess, once they land. The team usually practices once they land in the city in which they're heading to. Cancel practice uh, so the Warriors can uh, allow – uh, guys to watch the some of the football playoffs, which are certainly going to be uh, on, on everybody's mind tomorrow. Uh, another text that came in, uh, which, which was interesting, uh, 415, I'm not at all happy with the dubs. Kyrie, a one-man team, almost beat uh, the Warriors tonight. And I think that's that's just kind of indicative of, of, of the homestand overall is – you know, the defense came through, and the Warriors have, have finished off some of these wins at home, and it hasn't always been pretty. But but I thought tonight there was a, a letdown from the Nets not being the Nets, and the Warriors had to had to fight their way through it, and they weren't making shots as consistently as they were in the last couple of games, either either as a team where they're knocking down twenty one three pointers or seventeen three pointers. And, and individually, Steph and Clay. It was Steph and Clay were on late. Wiggins and Poole were on early, and and you add it all up with some defense, and and it was enough to, it was enough to get by, uh, and and you know, get the victory. But it just it just felt like another one of those games where yeah, it was a national game, and and yeah, it was a, a game that everybody was watching, but it didn't really feel like that because there was no KD and because there was no even James Harden, who's somebody that the, that the Warriors love to get after and love to beat and 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 love to to hang an L on. And you know, Kyrie, you know, is yeah, Kyrie can do his thing, but I I thought the Warriors believed that it was going to be light work uh, tonight and and you give the Nets credit for bringing it from an intensity level but if the Warriors were going to do just enough uh, you felt like all night long to to escape uh, with the win 510 chiming in Comcast business text line would love to see the Nets in the finals and run circles around them in in six games I'm not so sure about that matchup if it's Kyrie and Durant and potentially Harden, like I think that that could be a, a series, but you got to have all three, and 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 I would favor the Warriors big time if it's the scenario that's in place right now, uh, where it, it's 
a situation where Kyrie could only play in the games on the road and and all of that. So uh, 888-957-9570. Let, let's get to Eric and Milbray uh, on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Eric? What's up, man? Uh, uh, Warriors got it done. I mean, I credit to the Nets. I didn't know a bunch of those guys were, except uh, Kyrie and Mills. But they fought hard. They made a hell of a game at the end. But Clay loves seeing that. That uh, really brought the chase to Stanley from what I could see on TV. Uh, love him that that big dagger put the game away. Uh, it was a hard fought game, but hey, defensively you got to pull out these games. And the Warriors doing that. Uh, we said six and one, then they ended up finishing this home ten at six and one. So uh, I know a lot of people are still complaining that they're not efficient as of yet. But I'll take I'll take the winning the winning streak. And uh, do you think that mentality of their defense can continue? Because I just love the way that they're finishing out these games, even though it's somewhat of a struggle. Um, I love the efficiency of a guy like like Wiggins. That's what they expect out of him tonight. Even when Curry and Thompson are, are struggling from shooting the ball, other guys pick him up. Like Wiggins is excellent tonight from the floor, and a guy like Jordan Poole off the bench. So strength in numbers, man. I mean, uh, the guys are struggling, but it's going to be different guys picking in, and and also like Wiggins. That's why he's selected for nights like this when he can come through when uh, Curry and Thompson are still struggling with their shots there. But good win, ultimate man, man. I'll take the six one on ten. Keep your thoughts on that. Thanks for your time. Yeah, appreciate it, Eric. 888-957-9570. That's what it's all about. And, and the Warriors have built this team to be deep enough to, to overcome certain players maybe not having great nights all at the same time. The great teams have the ability to, if a couple of guys don't have it, a couple of other guys do have it. And, and you play just enough defense, you make enough key plays, your big guys get hot late, even on nights where they struggle overall, and you're able to escape and, and get wins in, in games like tonight. I mean, that's the name of the game. They don't all have to be pretty. They don't all have to be 20-point blowouts just because you're playing another team that's that's woefully shorthanded. It's just not the nature of the league. But what you do see as far as some of these other teams, and I mention this a lot, there there are a lot of teams in the league that would have lost tonight. <laughs> you know, and good teams that would have lost tonight because they just weren't into it. And then Kyrie got going and Patty Mills hit some shots and they don't have the talent down the stretch to make up, you know, to make up uh, enough of the difference to where they walk out of the building with a win. Well, this Warriors team is good enough to do it. They're good enough to not play their best game tonight and win. They're good enough to not play their best game against Houston and win. They're good enough to kind of kind of meh, be meh against Detroit, and, and you still win by double digits. But they're also good enough to raise their game against the Utahs and the Dallases and the Minnesotas who came in you know, playing at a higher level than expected. And they're able to win those games just when you think – well, maybe if they play at the level that they played in the prior games, they won't win. Well, guess what? They, they flip the switch, and they play better in those games, and they win, and that's how you get to be a 37-13 and 13 team. All right, let's go ahead and hear from Clay Thompson. Uh, we got some more text messages to get to as well, uh, and the shot of the game is coming up, but uh, let's hear Clay Thompson downstairs uh, after this one. So, Clay, how good did that three ball feel at the end of the game there? felt amazing. It really did. It really did. I missed that feeling. So it felt absolutely amazing. Beyond just emotionally how it felt, I mean, Steve kind of mentioned that you, you know, getting in those moments and feeling those moments could probably help, you know, your game moving forward. I mean, do you feel like that too? Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. It's been a feeling I haven't had in a couple of years. So anytime you make big shots or stops down the stretch, it's going to 
it do wonders for your confidence. Kind of had a sideline seat for a while and now been playing. Uh, just looking at this defense and now being part of this defense, I mean, it's number one in the league. It's sustained really with Draymond out. Um, you've been a part of a lot of good defense. Like, what just can you explain what you think has so been so steady about this defense? I think our length and versatility. We got a lot of big, big players who have great switchability and play really hard. We got a lot of dogs on that side of the ball. I mean, guys who historically probably didn't get the credit, whether it be Otto or Loon or whoever, but they're all great defenders. I mean, I think Gary should be a all defense player this year. Same with Andrew. Andrew's been so you saw what he did tonight, just his shot blocking ability and his ability to guard everybody. You guys put this win streak together at home. I mean, obviously you came home wanting to sort of get well. What do you think, in addition to the defense, what do you think has come together during these last few games? Uh, I think I'm figuring out how to play play well with these guys and vice versa. It's hard to simulate that when you're on the sideline watching. So to get some get some game time under our belt and rally off some home wins, uh, it's been awesome. How good was it to see your teammates sort of fill in tonight when you and Steph were struggling early oh, on? Strength in numbers, still alive and well. So I was telling Steph that, like, we had a not a subpar shooting night, and to see these guys go in there and play so well and move the ball and be aggressive, that it gives us life. And, and Andrew, what do you think of Andrew play tonight? I mean, Andrew's on a path to be an all-NBA player the way he affects the game on both sides. I mean, knocking down threes, tip dunking, blocking shots, three steals, incredible. Clay, watching watching Gary Payton play defense and, and well, I guess all the little things he does at, while, while you were sidelined, what, what did you learn from, from watching him and what do you most appreciate about what he's done for you guys this season? Well, I learned that defense is hereditary. Passed <laughs> down from Pops. You know, I love seeing his dad playing growing up on the Sonics. I just learned that, I mean, Gary's incredible. I mean, he leads the league in dunks as a guard and then his ability to defend, it's what a find for us. Plenty of battles with Kyrie over the years. Um, is it good to, you know, get back on this stage? And does it feel a little bit like old times when you're out there guarding? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we came in the league together and Kyrie's one of the greats. I mean, you saw it tonight. Uh, Started off the game cold, but my goodness, he got hot and just a one of one of one talent. All right, so Clay Thompson there, weighing in on a number of things and feeling good, Clay, to to be able to to knock down uh, the big one uh, in the closing seconds here. Uh, Twelve point one seconds to go, and uh, let's get to it here. There was a text I want to get to. We also will hear from Andrew Wiggins, but uh, we might as well get. Uh, here to our shot of the game uh, as the shot of the game uh, tonight uh, is presented by the County of Santa Clara. Here's the shot of the game. 20 seconds to go. Shot clock at 14. Curry guarded by Edwards. They rise as one to chase. Ball thrown to Clay. It's a three. It's good! Clay Thompson! Timeout, Brooklyn. Warriors 107, Nets 103, 12.1 to go. And this crowd has waited two years for this. Yeah, and how about that? Uh, the, the pass from Curry, the shot from Clay, 
and uh, little little uh, pick and pop with, with Clay uh, going to that left wing three and knocks it down. Shot of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org. S-C-C-F-R-E-E-V-A-X.org. Or you can call 211. Your shot of the game. Clay Thompson knocking it down. And uh, that that pretty much was the game winner, although Kyrie Irving did hit the three right after that that uh, made it uh, a little bit unsettled for the Warriors, uh, but the Warriors were able to uh, get the victory on the uh, inbounds foul uh, that occurred uh, with Kyrie fouling Clay Thompson before uh, the ball had been thrown in, and so the Warriors wind up getting some free throws that end up putting this one uh, out of reach and and, in the Warriors' favor. Text message I I did want to get to, and... uh, from the 415, uh, and it, it's a lengthy one, but I do want to read it, and I do want to address it, and we will get to Wiggins. Uh, the reason, uh, the texter writes, that so many of us are kind of over you, J.D. and Friedel, Steiny, etc., is that you guys are just horrible at evaluating talent. Uh, there's just no insight into players like Wiggins uh, and Jimmy G as well. You don't anticipate anticipate their potential and may as well be like newsreaders. The jar is always half empty with you guys about teams in your own region. You tell what happened, but insight analysis pathetic. I'd love to make you guys listen to how disparaging you were about Wiggins last year. So glad he's dunking on all you guys. All-star, baby. Uh, if all you can do is tell us what's self-evident, you're of no use to us. Man, cold world out there. Uh, can read Twitter for that. Glad you're not making roster decisions be better. Well, first of all, as far as the roster decisions go, uh, and, and look, I don't know how much of this is coming down my road or Friedel or Steiny. I'm not going to speak for others. Uh, I never uh, speak speak for others, but I will speak to, to a couple of, of key things. And you mentioned Wiggins and you mentioned Garoppolo. And, yeah, I'm going to get off on a little bit of a Garoppolo take uh, because if you've been paying attention, you'd understand where I've been coming from with Jimmy Garoppolo the whole time. Uh, as far as Wiggins goes, though, uh, look, Andrew Wiggins was a really solid player last year. And, and if you go back and you listen to the tape and get your facts straight, you would know that when the Warriors traded D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins and what wound up being the seventh pick in the draft, Jonathan Kaminga, uh, in, in 2021, I was all for that trade. And at number one, because it gave the Warriors a position – I said this. Steve Kerr said it, and the Warriors said it after the fact, but I said it the day of the trade. They needed a wing. They needed a 3-4. And that they believed that they could get a higher level of play out of Andrew Wiggins than the Timberwolves had gotten out of Andrew Wiggins in in the early part of his career. That point, spot on. Okay? I'll give you another point that I've made about Andrew Wiggins. The biggest key to his success – and improvement, and, and and being more impactful, uh, not necessarily effort-based. Uh, I also criticize those who, because Wiggins is quiet uh, in terms of his demeanor, think that that means that, that he doesn't play hard. I, I came after people who said that, uh, another point here. I also said the biggest key to his improvement would be playing with not only Steph Curry, as he did last year, and he improved over where he'd been previously, but Curry and Thompson. And now we're just starting to see the, the tip of the iceberg as far as that comes uh, w- with Wiggins. But the other key, uh, this is insight and analysis, 
the ability to improve his three-point shot. The biggest thing holding Andrew Wiggins back in his career was an inconsistent three-point shot. So the Warriors have helped him, A, improve his three-point shot, but also, B, put him in positions where he can make three-pointers from spots on the floor where historically he could make three-pointers, a la the corners, more specifically the left corner where he's shooting an unreal percentage. So there's some insight and some analysis and, and some positivity uh, Andrew Wiggins has deserved everything that, that he's he's gotten as far as you know being a, a quality player and 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 one of the better two way players in the game. He's worked for it. He's earned it. Uh, and so I think you're a little off base, including me on that one when it when it comes to Wiggins. And I'll go right back to Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'll be short because this is Warriors wrap up and and not uh, you know the Forty Nine er kickoff show. Uh, we'll save that for tomorrow. But as far as Garoppolo goes, I, I think I'm one of the few guys at the station that actually actually said, hey, you, and, and have credited Kyle Shanahan for keeping Jimmy Garoppolo, for crying out loud. And, and when they were 3-5, and five, said, yeah, you probably want to keep starting him until you're positive that you're out of the race. <laughs> and because you're not quite out of the race, even though things are not going well when you're 3-5. and five. And you should stick with him when there's a lot of other people a lot of their hosts at this station, none of the three that you've mentioned in, in that tweet wanted them gone and wanted them gone even if it meant the Niners were going to be losing. So, again, you can come down my road. I'm open-minded. I love reading these, and, and, and I take the criticism, and that's all fine. But you got to get your facts straight, and we can engage in a conversation, and if you want to be critical of things that I've said, that's fine. Like I have no pro- And I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong either. But – Again, and I'll speak for myself only, if you're going to bring that kind of heat, get your facts straight and know exactly what people have said. All right, before we get to Wiggins, let's get Drew and Oakland in here on 95.7 The Game. My guy in the 415, Drew, got me fired up. What's yeah, up, Drew? I know, JD, I know. Hey, let haters hate, man. Well, we know I called you in the middle of the summer when you were on with Kobe, and we were all for – Wiggins showing out this year, so let them hate. I, I think he's confusing them with negative Nick. You know how he does like to come down the road of uh, the Warriors. I, I remember talking to you in the summer, and we were going over, hey, what happens if Jimmy G makes it to the uh, the Super Bowl this year? Do they keep him or not? But hey, back to the Warriors. Uh, what do you think? You know, we don't know when Draymond's coming back. Hopefully, sooner than later. And it doesn't look like Wiggins is going to come back in time to give us. Uh, you know, so, and some solid uh, value-added minutes. What do you think of here with the deadline coming up? Do they need to go and get a big body, or you know, what do you what do you see? Because we're just going to wear down in the middle when we we face the likes of you know the the Greek Freak and Gobert and all these guys. And then, so I'd like to get that take. And yeah, like I said, don't listen to those guys, man. We know what's up. And then have a good time at the game tomorrow, JD. I know you're going down. Appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Be safe. Yeah, appreciate you. Thanks a lot for the call, Drew. I think one of the key questions in these final 32 games is, are the Warriors going to have to go get another big man at the expense of somebody currently on the 15-man roster? And, and I think that would be a really difficult move to make. I don't think they're there yet, but I think they are one injury away of something happens to Looney or Wiseman maybe doesn't come back uh, at the – you know 
gets shut down completely, and then you'd have to look at it a, a little bit stronger. I think the Warriors don't want to do it because they like what a guy like Bielitsa brings in terms of the shooting and the passing and the veteran experience and the like, and, and I don't see him getting rid of a guy like Damian Lee or, or, or Juan Toscano-Anderson at all. Uh, so I, I think they, they just want to try and get Wiseman back or they just want to have the ability to maybe go smaller and and run some of these guys off the floor. But if Draymond's banged up and, and something happens to Looney and Wiseman doesn't come back, then you got issues. And and then maybe you have to make a tough call, one that, that I don't think uh, the, the Warriors want to make. All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and hear quickly from Andrew Wiggins uh, before we call it a night here. Uh, Big-time night for Wiggins, 24 points, eight boards, three steals, three block shots. He was doing it all, four of eight from three uh, in a big win. Here's, uh, here's all-star Wiggs. You know, dynamite first quarter. What was your mentality from the outset? Come out aggressive. You know, come with aggressive um, and try to play good defense, try to make it hard on, you know, Kyrie and, you know, just help the team win. Steph and Clay were kind of cold early. Um, you know, you mentioned coming out aggressive, but it seemed like you really ticked that up like mid first quarter. I mean, do you view that as, as partly your role sometimes? Like if those guys are off, it's like when you really need to ratchet it up? You know, shot St. falling. you know, we have a lot of guys on the team that can, you know, that can – you know, make it happen. Um, and I feel like part of my job is, you know, to go out there, defend, and play good offensively, put, put the ball in the bucket. Um, so that's what I did. So you want to put the ball in the bucket, but defensively, I think when you were the primary defender, you held the Nets to one of 10 shooting. I mean, you've said how much you enjoy taking on the number one assignment defensively, mm-hmm. but particularly in Draymond's absence and Andre's absence, how just important has it been for you to bring that defensive presence? Um, it's been important, you know, it's, like I said, it's something I pride myself on. Um, I love the challenge. I love the competitiveness, you know, especially when it's against, you know, another team's, you know, superstar, you know, I love it. You know, I love to take on the challenge and, you know, obviously we have Draymond, the anchor of our defense, Andre, you know, who's, you know, great defensive basketball mind and player, you know, so everyone has to step up and, you know, fill in the shoes. So Clay came in here and he said that you, um, are playing at an all NBA level at both ends. Mm. Yet when you won, when you got the all-star starting assignment, there was people coming out of the woodwork saying, oh, well, you know, did you hear that noise? And, and just what do you think of that? You know, you hear it, but, you know, I came, I came a long way. Uh, I had a lot of ups and downs and, you know, I come in here, I hope I go home, play with my kids and my daughter and sleep in that order, <laughs> you know? So, like I said, I just, I just hoop, you know, I don't really worry about that the outside mess um i'm just gonna keep getting better you know everyone's gonna have something to say but it's just motivation to you know keep doing it and keep growing and it's getting better why do you think that you know you mentioned earlier the people stepping up but why do you think the defense has been so stable so good pretty much every night despite who's in the lineup who's out or what's going on you know team chemistry you know we trust each other and you know every 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 game you know we have a game plan and you know, guys are executing that game plan, you know, defensively. This is kind of random, but do you know who Bam Bam is? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> what do you think of that whole thing? Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, he's a very popular guy, and, you know, he helped me get a, a ton of votes. So, thanks. Did you man. know who he was until, you know, January 7th when he – before January 7th when he sent out that tweet? I didn't, but now I'll never forget him. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, what's 
when you, when you're missing someone like Draymond, does that how does that change your mind? Does it change your mindset at all? Defensively? Um, it doesn't change my mindset. Uh, every game, my mindset is to go out there and defensively, you know, just disturb the other team. You know, do what I can to make it hard for them. You know, when Draymond's out there, it just makes everyone's job easier. You know, Draymond's all over the floor. You know, defensively guarding one through five, getting charges, blocking shots, every steals, everything. So. Good stuff there from Andrew Wiggins. And, yeah, he he knows who Bam Bam is now, helping putting him over the top in terms of the all-star vote that wind up getting him in uh, as a starter uh, in the all-star game. And, and look, he, he's earned it. Uh, I mean, we can we can quibble about you know, front court versus back court and Devin Booker this and John Morant that. But, look, as far as the categories go, um, and, and some have quibbled with it, but you know, for this year with some of the other players that are out, I mean, there's no question he was going to be – an all-star uh, would he have been an all-star starter in, in some other circumstances? I mean, maybe not, but you know what? It's indicative of how he's played this year and indicative of, I think a, a reward to how well the Warriors have played overall and how big a part of their success that he has been. Uh, so I, I think it's a great story. It was cool the other day when he got the nod uh, before the game against the Timberwolves and then cool that he's obviously going to be going back to Cleveland uh, to where it all started for him, at least in terms of being drafted before he was shipped off to Minnesota because LeBron was coming back to Cleveland and wanted uh, Kevin Love to be a part of, of that squad. All right, that's going to do it for me. Uh, great stuff. Appreciate the help of everybody in our San Francisco studios, Sam Lubman and Sterling Bennett and, and everybody cutting highlights and, and the press conferences and, and, and all of that. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. I'm going to be back uh, tomorrow at some point because I'm heading down to L.A., uh, for the uh, NFC Championship game. That's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, boots on the ground, a reprisal tomorrow from SoFi. Uh, so catch me uh, before and after the game. I'll be uh, uh, talking to everybody uh, from down at SoFi, and the Warriors are back in action on Monday as they'll take on the Rockets. And I'm going to be with Matt Kolsky for Warriors Live beginning at 3.30 on Monday. Uh, here on 95.7, the game as the Warriors begin the two-game trip. So that'll do it. Warriors beat the Nets, and they get it done tonight at Chase Center, 110 to 106. And you heard it all right here on 95.7, the game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.